Hello everybody, welcome to another episode. Today we're doing something different. We're chatting to the one and only legendary rugby guy. Jared, thank you so much for joining us. How are you feeling today? Feeling very good. Wearing my uh, champion shirt over here. No, thank you very much for having me. Have you have you been benching today, mate? You're looking good in that shirt. Uh, guilty as charged. Uh, every day is an arm day. <laughs> yeah, every day is an arm day and a chest day. Nothing new. And a chest day. So. Yeah. Yeah, Nothing. I've got really small legs. Really That's why it's, it's quite yeah, good that quite we're, we're up top. <laughs> yeah, well, I really hope to look like him one day. Yeah, geez, um, my era. But yeah <laughs> we, we, we were guessing what shirt you would wear because it seems like every day you're wearing a new shirt. Uh, but I think you chose well. Yes, I thought um, you guys are South African. I'm South African when they win. So mm. <laughs> why not? And they haven't lost. They haven't lost since the World Cup final. So yeah. definitely okay. South African. And and you're a quarter Scottish as well, hey? Um, I'm I'm one eighth. Pretty much every country mm. going. It just depends who's winning. They, uh, well, they never win, so yeah, yeah no. Yeah. I did actually play rugby in Italy, so I could speak a oh. bit of uh, ciao. Mm. Um, but that's about it. So yeah, one eighth. Pretty much everything. There's about twelve nations that I'm one eighth. Mm. If that, yeah, makes, that makes sense. sense. That's yeah. amazing. Man. That must that must be like a one of a kind, eh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maths. To be fair, was yeah. never, <laughs> I was never very, very good at maths. Um, okay, so I, th I think a lot of people who follow you don't know that you actually are from South Africa. So we, we would love to hear more about your South African background, uh, where you went to school, uh, where in South Africa you were from, where you grew up, and uh, when you moved over. Sure. So um, do you want me to just start just from, from the beginning? So From the beginning. I was born, I was uh, six pounds, no, I'm only messing. <laughs> um, yeah, so I grew up in Tableview. Do you know mm. Tableview? Yeah. yeah, yeah. So I yes. grew up in Tableview, went to junior school in Tableview, um, and then went. ended up going to Saks. I, I, I was playing rugby, I mean, but not seriously in, at Tableview, but quite a funny story. We had, I was playing for the B team, under 13 B team, and uh, I was playing prop at the time more of a 10 slash 15 mm, now, but yeah. um, <laughs> was playing, <Yeah. laughs> was playing prop at the time. And, and the trials, the Western Brothers trials for that, that level was only, um, only for the 18 players and the prop dropped out last minute. And you know, you know, you know, how it is yeah. like the biggest guy, you're the biggest guy on the mm. team. You'll, you'll be a good prop. Or you'll mm. be, so he dropped out at the last minute and I ended up um, going, scoring like four tries and, and Ooh. making it to, uh, Made it the furthest <laughs> table view, and I'm then got surprised. a. I'm not surprised to be fair. So yeah, with my gas, mate, with yeah. my gas, um, and then ended up uh, a couple of schools took a look at me, and I decided to stay at table view for one more year in high school, and then ended up going to Saks, and then uh, played for Saks, and then ended up like after Saks, I my final year was disappointing really because I I picked up a couple of injuries. Um, and because I had a great, yeah, I had a great, great <laughs> 11 year. Both, I didn't get injured. And... Yeah, yeah, pretty much, pretty <laughs> much. But I played first team grade 11, grade, um, grade 12, but in grade That's 12, cool. I was no, so center. Oh, okay. There we go. Yeah, the true so, colors. No, no, genuinely, I, I know yeah. I joke about it, but I was yeah. like, I mixed between six and center. Mm -hmm. Um, and then so grade, grade 12, I picked up a few injuries and, um, but anyway, I, I still got invited to the Western Province Academy and just decided, you know what, I just want to get away. My mom's yeah. English, my dad's South African, so I had a British passport. 
decided to just put my it was as simple as i just put my rugby cv on the internet and um you get scouted by a few mm. budget teams really and then and i just picked the one that was the closest to the sea and 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 in england and here i am today so where did you play when you moved to england so i played uh, in south devon for a team called painton okay painton and then painton a team next to so Brixham, they got promoted. They were in the same league, and they went into the national league. So I, I joined them, and then I ended up playing in Italy, going and getting a professional contract mm. in Italy. Not not sure you can call it that because it's Italy. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and, and then where was that? That was in uh, Udine, which do you know the football side Udinese. Yeah. Oh, not sure if you, yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. So, what's that sport, bro? <laughs> yeah, I know, I know. <laughs> Ridiculous. So we were the big wigs over there because it was rugby. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that broke my collarbone twice out there. Didn't really get to play. Came back mm. um, and and played over here. And that's when, really, that's when the whole rugby guy thing picked up. Mm. I was jobless. Fell into a job. Worked in a warehouse and worked my way up. So. Well, so am, am I correct in saying that what actually moved you abroad was you wanted to pursue a rugby career and then um, the, the best opportunity was abroad? I, I wouldn't say I've... Look, I I would say I was a decent rugby player in, in under 15. I was at Saks under 15 captain, under 16 captain, um, first first team two years in a row. So I, I And I was I was a good player, but I just... I wanted to take a year out, and the plan was to come back. Varsity Cup wasn't around at that time, but mm. I wanted to come back, play for UCT, and study. And but that just, I met people over here, and and just decided that, um, that was the way. That that was just what I wanted to do. And and but rugby was always my passion, and, and until I had my children, which was about twenty-seven, I was always passionate about mm. becoming a professional rugby player. Um, but. It never happened, partly because I wasn't good enough, partly because of injuries. You know, these these it just yeah. it never happened, and I'm and I'm happy with that. Was it the dream? I think it's everyone's dream, mm. especially growing up in South Africa, mm. to to play for professional rugby. So yeah, it was the dream. But um, yeah, I'm now a, a full time dad. Yeah, no, and I'm happy with that. It's awesome. We we've seen a lot of the the videos. You you've got some talented kids there. Yeah, they've got a great coach. Really. <laughs> um, um, can I ask a question? Yes, please do. So I would just like you to to help convince the masses. I I played a season in Rotherham in National okay. One. So if you could nice. just convince the masses that Rotherham is one of the best places to live in England, beautiful town. <laughs> yeah. Okay. yeah. Uh, really. I think that's all we need to see. Honestly, if I'm if I'm gonna speak about Rotherham, uh, wow. I actually, I've got to put it into, into words. Just so I did. I, I did live in Barnsley for two weeks. Is that any better? Or? Barnsley. To be honest, I've never been to Rotherham or Barnsley, so I yeah, have no idea. I think, I'm just. I think, I think you've done well there, mate. Just skip, skip right. Is it? Yeah, really bad. See, I'm yeah. lucky. It's south, South Devon down yeah. here, so right by the sea. Lovely. Yeah. Also, National One, pretty impressive. Yeah, well, they. I played for them the year the year after they got relegated from the championship, and now they, now they're a National Two. So. Oh, cool. I, I, my legacy lives on. What position? <laughs> uh, I, I can imagine a wing or a fullback like myself. I, I like I like to dabble. I, I like to consider myself like an Antoine Dupont type. 
Yeah. Very, very quick from the base. So I think yeah. more of a nine. You know, strong nine. pass off both sides. Yeah. And yeah. imagine, imagine you at nine and me at ten. Oh, Devastating. Stop it. Well, stop it. Well, um, Mark's actually an international rugby player. He, oh, stop he it. He plays also. for Germany. Stop it. You play for Germany. Yeah. For real? Did, is did that a real? Is that a real thing? You can play. Did you for know Germany? Germany? <laughs> did you know Germany played rugby? <laughs> Absolutely no idea. But yeah, um, for real. Well done. Hey. At least you can brag about that. You're an international rugby player. Yeah. Even more impressive, he played against Samoa. Oh, yeah, that was I, cool. I just, um, speaking on my legacy, when, when I played for Germany, we were in the, in the Six Nations B, and yeah. now, now we're in the Six Nations C. So um, I, I just leave. <laughs> I you just kept leave them up of, there yeah, as soon as I, you I, left. I, just leave a, I leave a trail of, of just absolute legendariness <laughs> behind me. So, so, so why, don't you, why don't you go back? And try and get them back into the Six Nations again. Do Germany actually play rugby? Or was this mate, a, for real? Okay. Right, we we almost <laughs> mate, we almost made the World Cup. We we lost to Samoa and then we lost to Canada, and we were we would have been the twenty first team in the World Cup, but now now things are a bit tough politically and financially, right? Uh, injuries and actually injuries. So so yeah. it's a yeah. So it's it's a real sport in Germany. Uh, I got this is my claim to fame is that I got my shoulder dislocated from Chris Vui. Um, I was trying to steal the ball at the ruck, and Chris Vui came and dislocated my shoulder. So oh. his career has taken off since then, and mine's <laughs> you wasn't just, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, nice. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so uh, can, can, you went to Saks, you said. Uh, can, can you tell us a little bit about, because um, obviously schoolboy rugby is, is, re is really huge in, in SA. Um, would you mind giving us, I don't know how involved you've been in schoolboy rugby in England, but... Have you noticed quite a big difference in, in the schoolboy rugby here in comparison to there? If I'm honest with you, I've not really had anything to do with schoolboy rugby in England. But what I will say is nothing can beat schoolboy rugby in South Africa. And that's, mm. that's a fact. Having gone through it, it's just that's... If I had to say I miss... What do I miss most about going to school in South Africa? It was the, the rugby games, the camaraderie, the togetherness, the... The, the war cries that everything about school rugby in South Africa is just on, on another level to any other country, in my opinion. Um, and again, say, uh, I haven't been to any, any school games over here, but I just don't think any other country comes close. Uh, that's, that's awesome. Yeah, that, that, that's nice for us to hear because yeah. it makes us feel a little bit better, I suppose. Yeah, but it's yeah. yeah and it just it's little things, little things like you go half you'd have a half day on a Friday <laughs> because you'd because they'd take you into into the hall so you can practice mm. your sing songs for Saturday it was compulsory yeah. you know you as a as a first team player you get people coming in wanted it wasn't a chore people wanted to carry your bags to the next lesson that's how Did you play first team for sax you haven't you haven't mentioned that Is yeah that... uh so first team for sax is grade 11 yeah. uh, two grade years in 12 row. yeah might have even been wow. grade 10 actually but <laughs> So um, yeah, not a big deal. No, but I mean, it, it, it really is. It's it's they again. They they mention your name in assembly, and you and they stand you up one by one, mm. and everyone's cheering is just unbelievable. But then again, I, uh, you know, I did it in South Africa, and uh, you know, I have emotional attachments mm. to to schoolboy rugby in South Africa. So I again, I don't think anything anyone comes close. That's awesome. Yeah, we, we actually um, grew up close to you. We're from Durbanville. Uh, and for those... Oh, watching, I'm sorry to hear that. <laughs> yeah, all the wine farms. 
Um, nice. And for those watching, it's literally like 10, 10 kilometers away, very close. Um, yeah. we, we went to Fairmont, we, which is uh, a, fairly, a fairly small rugby school. But uh, yeah, we, we had some, some good games, I think, in yeah. there. We had fun. Where's Fair, where is Fairmont? Is it, is it close to Saks? No, no, no. no, no. no. It's in is it? Oh, it is in Durbanville. No, there's there's a school close. Hey, man, my memory's gone. It's been like 13 years since I've yeah, I've, I've well, been, been back. Yeah, no, I did play first team for Saks oh, two years okay. in a row. Yeah, if you're asking. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, no. yeah, no. So it was in it was in Durbanville. Yeah, no, I did. I I heard about the school. So were you guys any good? Um, well, Mark was good. Um, <laughs> he's playing. He's playing varsity cup at the moment. I retired after nice. school. I officially retired. Yeah. Just Why is that? Want to focus on more important things, you know, academics and things Me like that. And stuff. Yeah, yeah, sure. Uh, yeah. No, the, the the bigger reason I was probably a little bit scared <laughs> after. <laughs> yeah. Injuries no. and you know. No, but no, but the real reason is I just um, I just had had enough, and I just wanted to more getting to the other side of, of the sport. I did a bit of coaching and so on. But no, as you said, schoolboy rugby and SA, absolute privilege uh, to be a part of. We, we weren't in the Super League, but we played some Super League teams, which, which was really cool, like Salborne College, yeah. um, one or two others. So yeah, re really a big privilege. Uh, being a Sax boy, uh, what were some of like the the highlights, the the biggest matches uh, against other other schoolboy rugby teams for you guys? Uh, the highlights would probably be. I always I was one of those players that when you went to a, a Rondebosch, a Bishops, a, a Sachs, you, some of the players were scared of the bigger bigger mm. schools like your Paul Gems, your Paul mm. Roosters, um, your Borland Lundbos. But for me, those were the most exciting fixtures. Mm. Yes, we lost by 50 points most of the time. Did you give them the captain speech, boys? If we keep it under 50, we can still go out tonight. <laughs> yeah, something like that. <laughs> but yeah, no, those were those were always for me. Those were always the 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 toughest, but the most enjoyable for me. But then you then you know the rivalries like the Ronda Boshes um, and the Bishops again. Bishops at the time were just unbelievable. So mm. they would normally put. 40, 50 points on us. And then Rondebosch, I mean, are Rondebosch even in the A-League? I don't know. Are they? Rondebosch, have you heard of them? Super League or, yeah, no, that's no, absolute are, rubbish. Same as Weinberg. Weinberg, so, sorry. Yeah, no, never, never heard of them. No, but those were, always, those were always good battles because they were so close. And you look back at it, on it now and you think, why, why were we like that? But everyone hated each other. Mm. Everyone did. If you went to Rondebosch, I hated you just because you went to Rondebosch. But now you look back at it and you go, "How ridiculous! How ridiculous was that? That's not rugby at all." But that's how it is. You get so into yeah. it. You you must have been uh, a really good player if you played first team for two years at Sax. Because I mean, just just to make the first team in Sax is a pretty big deal. So you're obviously up there. Um, yeah. Well, I guess I guess at the time, did I mention I played for Sax? <laughs> but, um, Percy Montgomery, yeah, all, all the legends. Yeah, he's my best friend. Whatever. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, um, yeah I, let's. I'm going to be honest. We won't. We didn't have the strongest sack side of all of all time. Um, it was back 2005, 2006. We were still, we were still Super League, as they call it. But yeah, I guess I was an okay player. But uh, again, we weren't, we weren't smashing teams. So. 
Did Nothing too big any, to... Did you play against any Springboks? Like, who who were the guys you played against that went on to have big careers? Uh, Francois Hochard was one that stood stood out. Mm-hmm. Um, Franz Stein sure. was another one. Okay. Cool. Pretty sure we played against him. We went to a festival and he was there. Mm-hmm. Um, Great college. Yeah. I'm trying to think. Uh, not... To be honest, I could have played against a few more, but just... Mm-hmm. You, yeah. You don't recognise them at the time. You're so yeah. focused on your own mm. school, and um, but Francois Hocock was always one through the age groups because even when he was injured, he was by the side of the pitch practicing he, his passing. He's got a he's, he's a pretty good his, looking bloke. Not gonna lie. <laughs> yeah, he is. Yeah, he is. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He's a good rugby player. He's got a great body. He's a good looking bloke. Yeah. Makes me think one to no one. So. Takes one yeah, exactly. <laughs> we we also love to hear a little bit more about what you're doing now in rugby. You've got a a huge um, social media following, uh, which we all really enjoy. Um, can you tell us a little bit more about that and and what actually gave you the idea to to start this page and and what's sort of behind it? Sure. So, um, like I mentioned earlier, I ended up playing professional rugby in Italy, um, and I came back after breaking my collarbone twice. Um, pretty soon after, I only played two games out there in six months. And I came back and I didn't have a job. So I was uh, very fortunate that a guy in my team, his father owned a, a very popular online retailer, rugby retailer, which I'm sure everyone uh, knows who it, are, who it is. Um, and I got a job in the warehouse. So awesome. I, yeah, so I started working in the warehouse. And then a couple of years went by and I moved up to return. So anytime you send something back, I was the one who sorted it out. There we go. Big time, um, big time. <laughs> there we go. And um, and so one day it was at a, it was at a time where um, video wasn't used that much on social media for advertising, but you were starting to get into it. And they brought in a production company just to tr- just to to kick things off, they brought in a few actors and they needed some people just from around the building to act as extras. So I was like, yeah, I'll, I'll go in and have a bit of fun. And I went in and the production company were like, well, why pay loads of money for the actors when you have someone right there? And so I carried on working in returns and um, started doing video stuff for them. Just, I mean, very, they were very bad. I look back at them now and I go, what on earth was I doing? <laughs> Um, but yeah, so, so then that progressed a little, well, it didn't progress, but I, I did more and more videos and the guy who was running the marketing side, a friend of mine, Jack, he went on holiday and they had no one to fill in. So they were like, well, you do the videos. Do you fancy giving it a go? And I, um, went in and, and again, they liked what I did. So I, that stuck. And then it was actually a guy on the football side who said, well, he was talking about the fo- the football side, but he was like, hang on, we pay a lot of money for influencers. Why don't we just create our own on the football side? So we had a discussion and I was like, yeah, that's a, that's a really good idea. There's literally no one doing it in the rugby market. I can do that. I'm already doing the videos. I'm already doing the photos. I'd, I'd like to think I'm a, pretty funny guy when it when it comes down to it so i set up the page and um 
and yeah, then got access through the through the retail. I got access to loads of ridiculous players. Like um, some of the access I got is just crazy. Um, and then the page just took off, took off, and and now it's on oh, close to hitting ninety thousand. And I I still really can't believe it. It's just a it's a bit crazy. But I love doing it. I've always from a young age I. I've enjoyed making people laugh and, pe- and making people smile. And I hope that that's what that page does. That's, that's what I aim to do with that page, make, make people laugh, make people smile. That's so cool. Do, do you manage to do this full time now? So yes, um, as from probably six months ago, it's now a full-time, full-time job. That's awesome. Yeah, that so it's not, awesome. it, yeah. it's not just, um, I'm not just, I don't like the word influencer because I immediately think of people trying to sell me loads of mm. fake stuff, but more of a content creator. And I, I help other businesses um, with social media and, and strategies and, and come up with um, video ideas and content ideas. And, and that's pretty much what I've been doing for the last six months, which is great. I get to spend more time with the family and it's what I love doing. So can't complain at all. That, that's an amazing success story, mm. really. W- one thing I've been really curious about, um, Jared, is mm. um, w- w- without sounding harsh, I'm just curious, uh, what's happened to the boot South African accent? Oh, yeah, man. It's, uh, <laughs> no, it's um, I, so like I said, I'm, I'm in South Devon. Um, and I'm like the only, I'm sure I'm not the only South African, but the, I'm the only South African that I know in the area. And I have been for some time. I did have a friend um, and, and my accent was a bit bit stronger, but he's moved to London now. And in London, it's, I mean, South Africans hang out with South Africans mm. and people keep that thick accent because they're South African pubs, South African clubs. You've got the South yeah. African shops. Um, whereas over here, I kind of had to adapt. Because people didn't understand, people didn't understand me. I remember the first <laughs> I, I turned up to the club, and I was like, um, "Excuse me, can I please have a packet of chips?" And I'm like mm. looking at them, pointing yeah. at them, <laughs> and and she looked at me. She's like, "Don't sell chips, yeah." I was like, <laughs> and I was so polite. I was like, "Oh, uh, okay, no worries." And but I, over here, they still um, most people still think that I have a strong South African accent, which I think is weird because yeah. it's, yeah, over there, I speak to my mom and my sister. Out. Yeah, my mom and my sister are like, oh, hello, how are you? <laughs> trying, to, trying to mock me, whereas over yeah. here, I'm still very much South African. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's cool. That's cool. Do you, do you remember any Afrikaans or some South African slang? Don't <laughs> do Afrikaans with sex, man. Ach, net a biggie, man. But... <laughs> No, I don't. To be fair, I was never. I never. I didn't speak a lot of Afrikaans anyway. I know it was compulsory at school, but it, I got got through on the basics mm. really. We didn't so either. Don't worry. Yeah, no, we, Did you we, not? We yeah. horrible. <laughs> but I can understand. So if, if I, I did an interview with uh, Ibn Etzebeth, Cheslin Colby, um, and a couple of the other guys, and they started. Uh, the idea was probably good for. Um, an English player because the sense of humors differ, mm. um, especially with Afrikaans speaking South Africans. Because yeah. I remember asking Ibn Etzebeth saying, um, it was quick fire questions. And I was like, who's the best looking bloke in your side? And he's like, 
I like woman. And I'm like, <laughs> yeah. no, no, no. I'm just, yeah, yeah, I'm just trying to, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just trying to have some, some fun here. But then they started talking in Afrikaans as if I wouldn't understand. And I was like, just before they said anything horrible, I just, in Afrikaans, I was like, um, I do, ek praat a bieke Afrikaans. And they were like, oh, yeah, yeah, cool. <laughs> yeah. Okay, cool. No, that, that's nice to hear. Well, it's been an absolute pleasure speaking to you. Thank you so much for joining us. No, thanks um, for we, It was we, loads of fun. Yeah, we, we, can't, we can't wait to see what, what other national teams you represent. And <laughs> we, we can't wait to see you in the starting lineup for the Lions Tour. Yeah. Uh, d- d- just think of us when you score that winning try. Well, I, I'm not all about scoring tries. It's all about the team for me. Um, yeah. So if it, if it comes down to it, I might slot a drop kick from, from 60 meters out. But yeah. we'll see. We'll see. I'll, I'll still remember you guys. <laughs> okay. Thank you All so right. much, Cheers, and catch no you next problem. time. No problem. Thanks for having me. Cheers, guys.